page 64. They hit me in the face so hard that I fall over and then they hold a gun at Nat's head. Then they said they're going to kill her unless I tell them everything. So I tell them everything. Well, almost everything. I don't say she's the daughter of the British ambassador for some reasons. I said she's my sister. And despite being terrified, I see Nat gives a small smile. The men seem to believe me and move away to walk to talk. There are five of them. Two of them, who seems to be in charge, are talking a language I don't understand. The other three, I think, are not African. Their only common language seems to be English, but it's hard to understand them. I heard phrases which include the words wait and lit and the name Bamur, I also hear archaeologists and I'm certain they are talking about that. I'm being beginning to think they kill him. I fell sick. Nat reaches across the floor towards me and squeezes my hand. I try to smile, but my jaw is really painful. I wonder if I can get to my phone, but one of the men has told it that. He grabs our backpacks and our phones, but it seems they don't have time to deal with us right now. They tie our hands and feet and push into a back room, a black room. There is something really horrible going on and I'm so scared. I can hardly think. Luckily, Nat's brain is still working. We've got to get out of here, whispers Nat. It's just too dangerous. Can you move at all? I edge myself toward her and try to undo the ropes round her wrist with my teeth. In the mov movies, it looks really easy, but it's actually really hard. Gradually, I manage to lose the first knot and work it free. The next knot is easier and after what seems like ages ages. I managed to get the ropes off Nat's hands. She quickly undoes the ropes round her ankles and then undoes my ropes. There is a small window in the room which faces the mountain side of the farm. It squeaks as we open it and we stop expecting one of the men to come rushing it. But as we open the window, we hear a terrible noise. A woman is screaming. It's coming from the shields. What have we walked into? Whispers Nat. Econing my toads, who is the woman? And where's that? We know we can't go back near to the shield or the front of the farm. So the only way is upwards. We ease ourselves out of the window. I and I jump first. Nat, follow me. But her ankle goes over and she falls. I help her up, but she's very wide and I'm worried, sick, that she's broken something. Can you move your foot? I ask. She nods. I think it's just a spring. She said, it's my ankle. The men are all busy in the shells too, so they don't see us as we crawl away. 
between the torn brushes and up the hillside. We reached the edge and the top of the realized why the men didn't need to fence the top of the farm. It's a sheer drop down the other side, about 30 meters before some fairly flat rocks. Then there is another drop down on the sea and the men have our ropes. We have to go back to other way, says Nat. I've been to study the cliffs. It's not as sure as I first thought. It is climbable. We can't, I say. They will kill us. We have to go down. But I don't think I can stand, Nat begins. I will uh, carry you, I said. Don't worry, it's not hard climb. I can do it. I feel really sick as I say this i never i've never done a climb like this on my own with or without a rope but there isn't any choice i sit down on not can get onto my back i've had packs heavier than you i said as i stand up i need you to flatten yourself into my back as much as you can okay whispers not into my neck And I don't look down. I add, I can't, she said. I begin to edge down, one foothold, one handhold at a time. I've never climbed down a rock face like this without proper equipment. But it's not impossible. You just have to know how to grab each hold. If you do it wrong, you fall. Don't think, I say to myself. Just concentrate on the holes, one by one. The rocks is dry and hard. It doesn't crumble. It isn't slippery. Just do it. I say to myself, you can do it. A step by step with every hold, sending waves of pain through my arms, I climb down the cliff. It seems as if hours are passing, but finally I can feel the flat rock under my feet. I start breathing again. I've done it. We're safe, I say. Nat begins to cry and I hurt her. So she doesn't see that I'm crying too. After a bit, we try to think what to do next. Below of the rocks is much steeper and falls straight into the sea. It's not a climb. I can't do it. I can do without ropes and certainly not with Nat on my back. Perhaps a boat will come by and see us, she said. Mom will start looking for us when I don't phone. They will send an helicopter. Then we hear it. It's on the other side of the mountain and faint, but we know what is it. Grumfrey? I ask. I think of the woman who was screaming and that and I go cold all over after a bit the shooting stops and all we can hear is the sea and the wind it looks as if there are some more caves here I said I will go and look in case we need somewhere to shelter overnight the entrance again looks as if someone has opened it And just inside, uh, I discovered a miracle store. Bottles of water, a torch, 
paper of some matches. I almost run back to Nat with the water. She insists on coming with me to look and I suppose her as she limps over. Someone's been working here, she said. Do you think it's the man? I ask. She shakes her head. They don't look they like climbers. I think it's Alex. I take the torch and together we make our way inside. Then we see them. They are all along the walls. Painting paintings of animals and men men with spears and men with what looks like stones. Just like the caves at Lascars, incredible and so bright like the red fire. This is what Dad found, I said. Which means he also found the form, says Nat. Which means she doesn't finish the sentence. We are both thinking about the gunfire and trying to not cry. Then I heard something. There is someone coming, I said. We look around, this is it. There's nowhere left to hide. We can go up or down. Jake says, Nat, she takes my hand. I just want to stay, to say. But I never find out what she wants to say because I suddenly hear some, someone calling her name and mine. Alex whispers Nat. That, I whispered. Then we should, Alex, that, we are here. And the man I've wanted to see for many years in there in, there in front of me, he is hugging us and crying and we are crying and hugging him back. He carries Nat back outside so we can sit and talk. We need to wait a bit for the police to clear up before we go back through the cave, he says. It leads to the farm too, I ask. That nudes I found this out a few weeks ago. I've been working here for, for several months, but I only found this cave a few weeks back. I couldn't believe it. It changed everything. We didn't know there were people living here so long ago. And the farm asked Nat, what is it? I ask. It used for people smuggling. That it says that they brings illegal immigrants on in by boat and throw throwed the caves to the farm. There is another cave at the sea level they use. But why haven't the police arrested them? Ask Nat. They have no says that. Didn't you hear the gunfire? That was the was the police. I ask. Yes, says that. They've been waiting for the bulls. Boss, they wanted to catch them, the top man. He turns to me. Jake, I'm so sorry. I, It's been a terrible mess. I thought it was doing the right thing, and I can see now I did everything wrong. But why, I ask, why didn't you tell me? The police told me to keep away from the caves, says that. I thought the smugglers had not noticed me, but on my... Way to the airport, I discovered that they were following me. The man in the back car says that. I panicked, says that. I didn't want them to know about you. They are incredibly violent, he adds. I want you to go back home. But didn't Inspector Nikos tell you I couldn't go home? I ask. No, says that grimly. He did not until today. He was, he saw you drive through the 
Pompia and guess you were coming here. So he called me and I came straight here and just in time. After a bit, Dad's phone goes and he says it's safe. He carries Nat through the cave and back to the farm, which is full of police cars. And Nat goes to a hospital and it is just spring and Alex come home and we tell Susie and John the story again and again and try and they're amazing amazing about it and tell me how brave I am and they aren't angry we are sitting on the terrace and panormone drinking coffee and talking about future holidays and suddenly I realize they are including me they want me and that to stay with them again in in Crete And we're all laughing and talking when we hear a shoot. And Inspector Nichols appears. I'm so, I am sorry, he says. There was one man we didn't capture yesterday. He was following you. But you've got him now? Asked Susie, white as a sheet. Yes, says Nichols. Now you are safe. He is the last month. Now you can really enjoy your holidays. And... We do. That takes us back to the caves to see the earth paintings on final time before they are photographed and closed behind glass to protect them for the public. He, and he gives me the small piece of red earth painted 70,000 years ago, but I don't need it. I have that.